on today's episode, we're celebrating the one-year anniversary of the COVID-19 global pandemic. And what exactly is the Great Reset? To a brand new episode of fear don't forget to subscribe don't forget to share this podcast um, with people you like you care about you respect everybody you could think of it looks like Derek Chauvin and those other cops involved in George Floyd's death might be acquitted because uh, Derek Chauvin's trial began on March the 8th a couple weeks ago and from the latest info It seems like this whole thing might have been politically motivated. According to the coroner's office, Mr. Floyd had three times the lethal dose of fentanyl in his system. Plus, he was also diagnosed with COVID-19, which, you know, as we know, causes breathing issues. So that's what that's what they're going with right now. So I'm going to do a little bit of recap of what happened. On May 25th of 2020, Mr. Floyd, George Floyd, 46 years old, a black man um, died in Minneapolis while being arrested for allegedly using counterfeit bills and uh, during the arrest a white police officer knelt on uh, uh, George Floyd's neck for approximately eight to nine minutes which apparently is standard procedure (laughs) right after he was handcuffed and lying face down two police officers assisted Chauvin in restraining Floyd while another officer prevented bystanders from uh, interfering. Um, George Floyd apparently had complained about being unable to breathe prior to being on the ground but um, after being restrained he became more distressed and uh, continued to complain about breathing difficulties so you know the knee on his neck and all of that I'm, I'm sure that didn't help right? Like, who, but who does that? Like, so that's standard police procedure. So when you know you arrest the person, you just automatically put your knee on that person's neck. But in this case, it was for eight straight minutes, at least between eight eight to nine minutes. Apparently, like, who does that? So, you know what happened after this whole thing came out? Okay, uh, the police officers were arrested. And then Black Lives Matter and Antifa um, started rioting, looting, destroying black businesses, right? So, I mean, we were protesting police brutality and we, we choose to destroy other black people's businesses, right? That's our way of protesting police brutality. Does that even make sense to you? Mr. Floyd, you know, the national hero he became because he was a, well, let's just put it, he was a martyr, right? Now the information is coming out that Mr. Floyd actually passed away from being intoxicated with the fentanyl. We don't know if it's true or not. I don't know. I'm just reporting it. I wouldn't be surprised if this whole thing was fabricated. Right. Just to do, to protect the police officers. But at the same time, you know, we know how easy it is for us to be manipulated by the media or white liberals. So I wouldn't be surprised if this whole thing was manufactured. I'm sorry, but that's just how I feel.
Cases of coronavirus in New South Wales are soaring. Today, the World Health Organization officially announced that this is a global pandemic. We will be denying entry to Canada to people who are not Canadian citizens or permanent residents. You can only leave your home for very specific reasons. A national emergency. Yes, it's been, it's been a year. It's been a year since coronavirus hit. And here in the beautiful province of Quebec, we were supposed to take two weeks to, to flatten the curve. And a year later, here we are. So we are still under curfew and lockdown. So the question is, are we under a medical tyranny? And the answer, as far as I'm concerned, is it's pretty obvious. Um, so much so that even people in England right now are starting to compare the current situation to the movie V for Vendetta that was released a few years back. Um, so the, the movie was, it's, it's about, uh, the movie was about a, a crisis that the government used to pretty much imprison the population, to control uh, the people, to control the population. And right now, the people out of uh, England, the Great Britain, are starting to feel like they're living in that movie, right? So when COVID hit back in March, I was in the process of uh, attempting, <laughs> I was attempting to produce a, a, a video podcast with a friend. And um, I remember making a, a Facebook video after one of my clients canceled on me. Um, the video was about the potential negative impacts of the lockdowns on social entrepreneurs and, and people like myself who are self-employed, not realizing that our lives were about to change forever. So I decided to make a, a quick timeline or recap um, of this pandemic from my perspective, of course. So if you remember back in January in 2020, videos emerged of people dying in the streets of this city called Wuhan in China because of this new virus. Like the, those videos look so fake. Like everyone, myself included, thought it was a conspiracy theory, right? Until uh, what happened was Rudy Gobert, Rudy Gobert, Rudy Gobert. He's a NBA player. Um, the day before he was diagnosed, you know, the day he was diagnosed with um, COVID-19, the day before, he had a press conference where he was just playing around, touching all the mics because, you know, it was a joke. But then the next day, the next day, the, the NBA decided to cancel, to put the season on hold. And that's, when, that's what caught everybody's attention. And us over here in Quebec and Montreal, it was on March 13th, they announced the school closure. I think that's when I think everybody realized how serious of a situation this whole thing was. Months later now, now we are in um, March 2021, there's a great number of virologists, doctors, and scientists who have come out and said that this, um, this virus is in reality as dangerous as the common flu, and that the number of cases were severely inflated. Wow. So when I heard that, I was pretty much convinced that, okay, well, you know, this is the end. This this is the end of this pandemic. I mean, this pandemic, the everybody knows the truth now. Like things should go back to normal. Nope, I was so wrong. I was completely wrong. So we went from um, a first wave of a uh, of coronavirus 
and then we had a little bit of a break in the summer and then second second wave and then a third wave apparently is in the works right okay i tend not to believe the media on a number of issues and of course i immediately became even more skeptical about you know the the official corona you know coronavirus narrative because like okay everybody what i've noticed is that we don't have there's no opposition it's like there's a monopoly all the tv stations the radios the personalities the you know the 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 stars the athletes or whatever they're all saying the same thing but there are a few scientists doctors or whatever that are saying the complete opposite and for some reason these people aren't being heard go figure so less than a year they came up with a vaccine that apparently do not prevent the spread of the virus but might become mandatory in the near future right so this vaccine well there's a few of them is not supposed to stop the transmission of the virus what it'll, it'll do apparently is just supposed to make you less sick mind you this disease i mean you have a 99.8 percent chance of survival but now we have a vaccine that is about to become mandatory because you know this vaccine is not really doing what it's supposed to do and there are variants you know out there right so what am I supposed to think? What are we supposed to think about this whole situation? Until I I found Dr. Geert van den Bosch. I stumbled upon Mr. Uh, Dr. Geert van den Bosch, PhD. He is a an independent virologist and vaccine expert. He has previously been employed by the likes of Gavi, which according to Wikipedia is a public private global health partnership with the goal of increasing access to immunization in poor countries and uh, also also he also worked for the bill and melinda gates foundation so mr venden bosch if i'm pronouncing his name properly recently published an open letter urging the world health organization who and all the world uh, political leaders to immediately halt all ongoing um, COVID-19 mass vaccination campaigns as there is compelling evidence that they will soon dramatically worsen the consequences of the current pandemic. That's according to uh, Dr. Geert Vandenbosch. I have a piece of audio that I'd like you guys to, to, to listen to from Dr. Bosch or Bosky or whatever. Um, so let's, 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 let's take a, a listen. Dear colleagues at the WHO, my name is Geert van den Bosch. My background is veterinary medicine. I'm a certified expert in microbiology and infectious diseases. I have a PhD in virology and I have a long-standing career in human vaccinology. I'm urging you to immediately open the scientific debate on how human interventions in the COVID-19 pandemic are currently driving viral immune escape. I'm urging you to invite me 
for a scientific hearing, open to the public and to scientists all over the world on this very topic, ignoring or denying the impact of stringent infection prevention measures combined with mass vaccination using prophylactic vaccines is a colossal blunder. Please do listen to my cry of distress and let's first and foremost deliberate on a scientifically justified strategy to mitigate the tsunami of morbidity and lethality that is now threatening us. And let's meanwhile devise a strategy to eradicate the steadily emerging highly infectious variants. On behalf of humanity, I sincerely thank you for considering my call. So there you have it, Dr. Geert van den Bosch. So this man is really, he sounds very concerned. So what he's saying, according to his letter, that we are using the wrong, the wrong weapon for this battle and that this will cause a lot more issues than the actual disease or virus. So what, why exactly are they doing this? Right. I remember uh, a few months ago, I found a video of our prime minister, well, my prime minister, because I live in Canada, um, Justin Trudeau, talking about um, coronavirus and something they call the Great Reset, right? So let's let's hear what our, our prime minister has to say about this whole situation in regards to the Great Reset. To eliminate this virus anywhere, we need to eliminate it everywhere. While scientists work around the clock to develop a vaccine as governments, we have the responsibility to ensure it'll be distributed quickly and fairly around the world. On Friday, I announced that Canada will provide $440 million to the COVID-19 Vaccine Global Access Facility, including $220 million to the Advanced Market Commitment to help low- and middle-income countries access vaccines. This is an important initiative, and I encourage other governments to join in as well. We need to work together, and not just on vaccines. Canada believes that a strong, coordinated response across the world and across sectors is essential. This pandemic has provided an opportunity for a reset. This is our chance to accelerate our pre-pandemic efforts to reimagine economic systems that actually address global challenges like extreme poverty, inequality, and climate change. Last week, our government committed to investing more in international development while supporting countries, uh, developing countries on their economic recoveries and resilience. They think you should never let a crisis go to waste. You should never let a good crisis go to waste. And um, this is what it is right now with this coronavirus COVID-19 crisis. It's an opportunity for a reset. You heard him. What is this reset? 
I would invite all of you guys to research Agenda 2030 or Agenda 21. Um, they have this program is called Sustainable Development from uh, that was created by the World Economic Forum. The World Economic Forum is a a platform organized created by this man Klaus Schwab and uh, and the elite of the world. They meet up every year to talk about the faith of the world, right? Because you know they have the the moral um high ground the moral superiority so they can actually decide our future so that's what they've been doing so this 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 world economic forum has been promoting this idea called the great reset and uh if you don't know klaus schwab he wrote a book called the fourth industrial revolution and i'm inviting um i am begging you to go take a you know, to go buy it actually no don't buy it you'll find it on facebook on on youtube so go listen to it on on youtube it's an audio book you hear you'll have an idea of what these people have um planned for us the man is talking about internet of all things iot where the human body and human consciousness will be connected to the internet if it's not if this is not total control i don't know what is right they have this idea um, that this this technology that they have, where where if you if you're sick and then you are you live long distance, they can administer the medication long distance. Let's say you're in Canada and um, you you live in Sweden, but you have some kind of disease, some kind of um, issue, a health issue. You could be administered uh, a medication from you know, from a distance because of the, uh, thanks to this new technology that they have. I know most of you guys would be like, well, this is great. This is awesome. But think about what else they can do with that. I mean, do you understand what's really going on? They're shaping a new world because I know back in 20, 20, 2008, 2008, 2009, when we were going through that great depression or great recession, um, a lot of experts, um, Peter Schiff uh, and some other, you know, people that are that are good with um, the <laughs> with the finances, right? They warned us. They like they told us that this system was dead, that the current system was dead, that uh, you know that there would be a new system in the future, and here we are, and this new this new um, system was put in place by the global elite and it's called the great reset what is the great reset nobody knows it all sounds positive they want to eradicate um what you call it the poverty and all of that how are they going to do it um there's a lot of speculations a lot of conspiracy theories out there it's take from the poor and give to the even poorer that's what the plan is. So the elite is trying to save. They're trying to save their asses, and uh, by sacrificing us, by destroying the middle class, and uh, that's what the plan is. So you hear about uh, all these, um, these new things, these new ideas, how they want to cancel everything that has to, you know, that's you know related to the past. They want to cancel presidents, historical figures. 
They want to destroy um, um, statues and all of that. That's all part of the Great Reset. And unfortunately, I have the feeling, I'm under the impression that the elite and actually, you know what? I'd say the Chinese Communist Party and the elite are using the black cause to advance their agenda. Right? They're using this whole Black Lives Matter, this whole um, white shaming um, to basically control, destroy America and the world of the, and the, the rest of the, the Western world. And I think that's what the plan is. And we're falling for it. You understand? And I mean, you got to give them props. You got to <laughs> like, like, to be able to, to accomplish this. I mean, it's, it's brilliant. You must admit, but how brilliant is it? Or are we just dumb? I think it's the latter. <laughs> right. So this new system, they're talking about artific artificial intelligence, um, AI, 5G, 6G networks, uh, facial recognition, um, a new social, you know, contract or construct, whatever you want to call it. So this is what the, this whole thing is. It sounds good. It sounds, you know, um, you know, they want they want the best for us. But if you look at it in a thorough way, you realize this is modern day slavery. They're trying to turn us into slaves. Now I get why those those British are so concerned. Those British feel like this is exactly what's going on. Like we are going to be living in a v, V4 vendetta. That's the whole plan. If you look at all those, you know, the censorship on, on social media, no one's allowed to have a different opinion. If you don't go with the with the official narrative, you get fact checked, you get canceled, you get censored. And I think all of that is part of the Great Reset. Whew. May God bless us. I mean, you got the Chinese Communist Party that is taking over the world um, militarily economically they're they're really right they're on the rise and that's scary because you know the chinese communist party i'm not talking about the chinese people but the ccp chinese communist party is a racist organization a racist government whatever you want to call them they, they think they say that blacks are monkeys white people are pigs and arabs are rodents that's all according to the CCP, right? So all these people are in bed with, you know, big tech, like Facebook, Twitter, um, billionaires like George Soros and the Chinese Communist Party, I feel, are working together to accomplish this goal of, you know, a modern day type of slavery, a dystopian world where, where okay, well, Okay, this is it. They have this slogan. And it goes like, you will own nothing, but you'll be happy. That is modern day communism. That's what it is. Right? The mainstream media, corrupt politicians, the Chinese Communist Party, are athletes like LeBron James are actors singers they're all in it 
maybe they're not aware that they are. They just they think they're just getting paid, you know, to be influencers. But they're part of the problem. And I hope sooner or later they realize it. Because we need this. We need to counter this. Because it's I mean, I'm I'm in my forties. I probably have like thirty, forty more years left. And uh, and I have a child. And this is the world he's gonna be living in. And now we're allowing it to happen. Right? Okay. So this was the show. This was this episode. Um, I almost always, you know, my, my thing is my show should not, my podcast should not last more than 20 minutes or let's say 30 minutes max. So we're going to try to keep it at that. Once again, do not forget to subscribe, um, share the podcast. We'll have guests in the future. I'll probably have a co-host in the future. <laughs> Because it ain't easy to um to do a podcast on your own by yourself solo. It's it's quite it's quite tough. But um I'm enjoying this and hopefully so are you. Alright you guys. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next week.